Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Appledore Research Podcast. My name is Robert Curran, Consulting Analyst with Appledore. As ever, we're here to share insights on the transformation of telecom in the era of cloud, network automation, and AI. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Now, enjoy the show. In our research, we've consistently referred to Open RAN as a movement, not a technology. Our reasoning is that Open RAN is most fundamentally about changing how the industry works, not how the technology works. In our view, it's not enough that Open RAN should deliver feature parity with conventional 4G or 5G RAN. The success of Open RAN will be evident when conventional engagement models between operators and vendors are changed. In terms of an industry watchword, it seems as if collaboration is becoming the new transformation. One indicator of that is the appearance of open labs, where vendors can come together to test and validate new solutions and components. Another is the annual Open Disaggregated Plugfest series, now taking place all around the world. The I-14Y lab, set up with the support of Deutsche Telekom, is clear evidence of an emerging alternative model. So how does that work in practice? Well, to answer that, I'm very pleased to be joined by someone right at the centre of it all, Katja Henke, Senior Innovation Project Manager at Deutsche Telekom, with responsibility for the I-14Y Lab. Katja, very welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Robert, and I'm very glad to be here. Katja, how did the I-14Y Lab come into existence in the first place? What was the, what was the motivation and, and how did you become involved? Very good question. Uh, I, I would say in Berlin here at Winterfeldstraße, uh, there is a, a longer history of working with the Oran Alliance. We also had, for example, millimeter wave project with TIP in combination with the community lab. So um, among all partners who are now involved in the I-40Y lab, there is an understanding that I, I call it network disaggregation and open run is then, of course, and the very important topic of that is an important step forward uh, towards the future of networks. Uh, uh, it promises faster innovation, reduced vendor lock-in, and but also foster new and smaller players to enter that game. And uh, our belief here from the start was always that it needs collaboration and coordination. And uh, so this is the reason why we have formed this consortium with different players to really bring this broad expertise together. And uh, so in total, we are 11 partners. Among those are three uh, major European players, but there are also vendors, system integrators, and experience uh, test providers, and also academia. So you see really a broader range to cover um, uh, this, this uh, full area. And you ask how I did become involved. Yes. <laughs> Good point. Um, I would say right from the beginning, as I was also involved in, you know, the millimeter wave project. So uh, I was really glad to be part of it, writing, defining the proposal. And after receiving the grant, I've been working on the strategic positioning and also fostering the ecosystem. Terrific. So you've got a central core of, of vendor partners um, and then around, uh, not only vendors, but as you say, vendors, uh, academia, other groups, integrators. 
and also experienced testers here. Yes. I, I mean, uh, uh, like like companies who offered that for a while. So really, that we have all this experience on board. It's good to to tap into both the established and the and the new. You mentioned you know, startup companies and and companies coming in from other areas. That sounds like one of the benefits is is bringing all of this together into a collaborative environment. Absolutely. I think that is the the new approach here. There are, of course, other labs already existing, but here it's really to bring this expertise together because everyone has something special to bring on the table and uh, to benefit from that. And uh, that is what we do here. That's been a, a constant theme in the industry, certainly in the, in the kind of conferences, events and sessions I've been involved in for the past 18 months, two years, maybe longer, is realizing that companies need to work together, operators and companies, operators, companies, academia, you need to uh, work together. For some of the things that you talked about at the start, you know, the speed uh, of products to market and solutions, and also because the industry around us is changing quickly. Yes. Um, and I think uh, it's, it, it's certainly a, a clear model. Uh, one of the things that I'm interested in is understanding a little more clearly how uh, a facility like I-40Y works with um, the sort of standards type organizations. I'm thinking mm -hmm. of people like obviously Oran Alliance you touched on already, but also groups like uh, the Telecom Infra Project, TIP, mm -hmm. um, maybe others. Can you just talk about how that, how that interlock works? How do you align with them or coordinate with them or, or, or have you got kind of your own activity planned? Yes, um, I can say we closely collaborate with them. And uh, here also it's not about one one motivation is also not to only that we only not not only need to collaborate but also that we avoid fragmentation and as both uh, Oran Alliance TIP and also some other players are working here we as I40Y Labs serve as a I would say a broader frame for standardized testing so that okay. means leveraging, for example, the TIP exchange at the batching processes and also on the ORAN OTIC uh, batches. And this includes different levels of conformance, integration, interoperability test for its certification. And of course, we are involved with these organizations, uh, bringing the operator's view, for example, and looking for a reality check for those blueprints. That is, that is the key so that we can really do this reality check and help then the whole ecosystem to, to drive that forward. Yeah, we, and by the way, we are a member of the Oran Alliance mm -hmm. and becoming also a mm -hmm. TIP Community Lab. Okay. Yeah, but have further supporters as well. Katya, can, can you explain a bit about the funding structure for I-14Y Lab? Yes, of course I can. Um, the I-40Y Lab is defined by the publicly supported proposal. It's a research project covering major aspects of this field. And so it's partially funded, I would say, around half of it by the Federal Ministry, the German Federal Ministry of, uh, of Transport and Digitization. And uh, we are really glad they accepted our proposal here. One of the things I touched on in, in, in the introduction uh, that I, I know some people might not have been fully aware of, but it was the um, it was a recent plug fest uh, mm -hmm. that you ran in Berlin, yeah. uh, and that, that seemed to be you know from everything I read and saw about it, it seemed very a very positive, very vibrant uh, event, and, and adding to kind of proof points in the industry, especially around interoperability. What what would you say for people who weren't able to be there? 
Um, what would you say were some of the key learnings or key takeaways from that uh, that particular Plugfest event? Yeah, thanks for asking that one, because that is always an experience. Each Plugfest is different, of course, and we already had a few here at our location, especially the last one was uh, very much focused on multi-vendor end-to-end solution and, and RIC. And that was most of the testing was done remotely. And um, I would say um, a plug first as such is an important cornerstone of what we do, but then they only shine a temporary spotlight on where Mm -hmm. companies are and uh, also where the ecosystem stands at the moment. So um, I think it is important working also towards enabling constant testing on that level Mm -hmm. and uh, especially providing aware to share results and the knowledge. So that means for us, a a plugfest is also a place for exchange. And um, so therefore it is important um, testing and pre-integration, I would call it pre-integration is in the sense is also comes along with the community aspects. And uh, one key learning is really how to involve them even more so uh, that we can drive these community aspects, especially for our next Plugfest now in, in, in fall. And it's not only about the technology, it's really also about bringing the people together. And that is a key learning mm. for us as well. I was speaking with another um, a company just this week, and, and, and they, they talked about this uh, in, in some of the tip work that they were doing, the takeaways, part of the takeaways being about how to work together. So rather mm-hmm. than it being a, you know, a plug fest where it's a kind of binary, yes, no, things yeah. work or things don't work. Uh, there was a lot more emphasis on, well, how, how do we work together? What are good ways to work together? So it's not a pass or fail. It, it's, it's some things you're talking about. It's, it's, it's a learning experience and, and ex- extending that to, to all the people involved, the people beyond that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, in one of the plugfests we had afterwards, they said, you know, there, there was an issue popping up and they jointly worked on finding a solution. So that is really what mm. people keep in mind. So it's not only about the testing, it's really the opportunity that these experts are on site and they can collaborate on, yeah, on, on, on problems and, and finding ways how to circumvent that. And so that they take something for themselves as well. Yeah. It's another example of that sort of collaboration in action. It's not just putting A and B together and see if it works. It's it's that extra thing that says if we do hit an issue or, or something we didn't expect, that that we are empowered and able and we have an environment in which we can work that through and, yeah. and resolve it. Yeah. That, that I think is very is very different. I think you know one of the questions I had is it about industry progress and, and is it your feeling that that progress in the industry is is happening more quickly as a result of the work you're doing in the labs. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of fun, <laughs> clearly it's very intense, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, is, is that, is that the end result here? Uh, a kind of uh, acceleration of the learning process? Of tough questions, I would say. I, uh, my answer would be, we can own, or I can only hope so. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Of course, we are part of a larger ecosystem and sometimes it feels like, you know, a piece of a puzzle and mm. uh, everyone, everything needs to come together. So um, we just recently had our I-40Y Lab Summit and I had the feeling that showed very much that we as an I-40Y Lab are, are visible, we are perceived 
uh, we are part of the movement and really can help raise awareness for the fact that collaboration is key. And uh, some people reached out and said, you know, that is really helpful to drive the overall uh, um, development. But as I said, it's a piece of a puzzle and we are happy if we can do our part here. And also the, the Plugfest activities mirror this back. But there's still a lot more to do. Analysts like you are also part of this ecosystem. And uh, that is important because you spread the word. And that is very helpful. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a sign of a, of a good community that it does uh, expand. <laughs> More people want to, want to join and become involved. What, I mean, for yeah. people who are not currently part of, of what you're doing, I know you've got your core group, um, but what, yeah. what advice or, or, or guidance would you offer for companies who are kind of around the edge, whether they're big or small, thinking, look, should I get involved? Should I not get involved? What, what, would, you, uh, yeah. what would you recommend to companies? I mean, first of all, um, I can only say feel invited. And especially as uh, there are some movements, you know, towards this neutral lab, but in general, also referring here to the to the latest summit where uh, um, an analyst, Stefan Tiral, he has given a keynote and really uh, touting for cooperation and collaboration. He urged to follow the Japanese playbook that way. Um, to really join as uh, operators that they have come together on testing and certification in a common lab. So that is a recommendation, mm. really a model that reduces cost and accelerates the development. So in the sense of performed once, not again by each player. And that is mm. exactly where we would need to go, agree on generic testing activities that cover, let's say, 80% of the way to actual deployment and leave mm. only the remaining 20% with each player. And really, the more join here these activities, the better, because it's really um, an ecosystem play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, I mean, that's a fascinating aspect of this and a great perspective on it. Um, you know, if, if the result of this work is reducing the workload, yeah. uh, on, particularly on that, on that test activity, um, it's never going to be a hundred percent, but you know, if, if you're talking in that sort of 70 to 80%, that, that ought to be very attractive. Um, uh, because it, as new innovations come, come through, um, there just isn't the resource and, and the bandwidth to retest everything all the time. So if we're going to accelerate the innovation cycle, then we have to do something smart on the, on the test and validation cycle. And, and this sort of structure, I think, plays directly to that, uh, Absolutely. To that need. Yep. Um, with that in mind, just tell me a little bit about the different people benefiting from the work in the I fourteen Y lab. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of different groups like obviously operators themselves, vendors, you know, large companies, small companies. From from your involvement, particularly thinking about the the plug fest, what sort of feedback are you getting about who's who's getting the most out of the out of the work? Yeah, I mean, here it would be good to ask them directly. But what I observed is that, of course, the vendors, they do benefit a lot of that. But uh, it is really, and that would be uh, in future also uh, smaller operators and um, that they can also learn, uh, benefit from the experience curve uh, the, the international operators have gone through. Uh, but I would also say academics and um, because they can go forward with um, 
getting access to data, for example, and work with those uh, working on mm -hmm. emulation, for example. So uh, I would say there are different parties who can definitely benefit from that. But in total, it's really to drive the whole development forward so that we drive the commercialization faster. At the end of the day, that's that's really what it's all about, getting more products accessible, available in market to, to create greater choice and, and greater speed and agility uh, for operators and, and try to create that win-win, I think, for the for the industry. Yes. One one thing I know that has come up a lot in uh, in conferences recently is is about the attractiveness or otherwise of of telecom relative to other technology paths you okay. know, for for you know, graduate engineers and so on and and I wonder whether you know things like i fourteen Y lab um, is that a way to make telecom you know more fun as as well as more productive. <laughs> Uh, uh, actually, it's also uh, funny that you mentioned that telecom uh, or operators in general, I would say in in general, when it comes to disaggregation or um, the culture of openness, that is at the heart of the lab. Yeah. Mm. And it, it creates a more of a feeling of, of a startup. That is how I personally feel here at the I-40Y lab. And uh, that people like to come here and also come back. But uh, of course, the technological openness with uh, applying open source and mm -hmm. uh, or virtualization of networking components are certainly more in line with uh, the world of, let's say, younger developments, plus mm. potential of artificial intelligence. Uh, these are all aspects that can make it more appealing to younger developers. Mm -hmm. And I hope so, um, yeah. that this openness make the difference here and also make yeah people feel that they have fun here. It could be a good strap line. Make, make, make telecom fun again. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that's terrific. I have one last question for you. Obviously, not everybody can, can make it to Berlin uh, to see the, the work going on. Are, are you going to be out as I-14 Y-Lab on the road anywhere in the coming months that people might get a chance to experience your your work kind of in, in person? Yes, certainly we are. I mean, the next thing where we are on the road, so to say, will be for the Fuse uh, in, uh, okay. in, in Madrid. So we'll okay, have a booth. So please, if you have the chance, come along. But however, there's still our uh, online presence. If you're interested, our website, reach out to us. But of course... If you happen to be in Berlin, feel invited. And you'll have the Plugfest. Uh, plug and the Plugfest, of uh, course. I totally uh, forgot. And actually, <laughs> it will start exactly the same day the Fuse is starting. Oh, okay. Excellent. So uh, okay. these two activities uh, will take place at the same time. Yeah. Okay. You'll, you'll be sure that gives, gives people a chance to, to see some news and updates from you as you as you make some progress in the industry. Yeah. Uh, exciting stuff. Exciting. Katja, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, I think you've given us a great a great perspective on the work you're doing and the importance in the industry and, and the kind of people involved and who can get benefit from it. It does have a lot of fun uh, as well as being important. So so thank you very much for sharing that with everybody today. And we'll see you we'll see you in Madrid. Thanks you, Robert. It was really fun talking with you. You have been listening to the Appledore Research Podcast. Join us next time for more insights and conversation on the transformation of telecom.